going to break from the norm here a little bit and take two just one questions for this particular episode because I can't help but open this one with the following beauty from my man Shane out in Southern California who went to that game. I've lived in L.A. now for 15 years, and I've gone to see the Penguins play every time. They always play terrible here every single time. Why do you think teams have issues with specific opponents slash venues? Good morning, everyone. Good Friday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Penguins. Comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into football and or baseball, I also offer up daily shots of Steelers and Pirates where you found this. And what Shane sat through last night at the newly renamed Crypto.com Arena was Kings 6, Penguins 2. It was 2-2 through a couple of periods, if that makes anyone feel better. And there were... Some unsightly pivoting points, notably an icing call that was ignored on Los Angeles' third goal. But, man, we can look at stuff like what Shane brought up, and it's actually not all that bad. The Penguins have lost five of their last six in L.A. It's not like it's been some decade or two-decade-long string out there. They've usually done pretty well across town against the Ducks, so I'm not inclined to blame it on things like travel or whatever, Penguins look terrific in Anaheim. Knowing what their pattern is, they'll probably look terrific tomorrow night in San Jose. They had a lousy night. Not necessarily front to finish and not all 19 participants, but overall it was a lousy night. Night. This is what Dominic Simone had to say to reporters in LA after the game. Uh, no real explanation. Like we didn't play, we just didn't play good. You know, as you say, we had uh, we had many good games in a row, and uh, I think we were outplaying uh, the opponents too. And today, uh, yeah, it was really uh, it was really a bad game from us. We just uh, we just didn't deserve to win. See this, by the way. I'm gonna let you guys all in on a little bit of a secret here. In pandemic times where the media relations staff picks who comes out to talk to the reporters, when it's a really, really lousy loss, it's always someone like Dom or Teddy Bluger, who they also brought out. Is You always like look around in that locker room, if you're the media relations staff, or the one person who's least likely to bite your head off in that moment. And so you go for the nicest guy. So it's like Dom, Bluger, Evan Rodriguez, Mike Matheson, and you're probably dropping off after that. Hey, don't say you've never learned anything by pressing play on this particular podcast. This portion of Daily Shot of Penguins is brought to you by the good people at the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank, where they're committed to providing food for all of our neighbors in need across western Pennsylvania. They, in turn, need your help. Find out how $1 can be turned into five full meals. For those in need, visit pittsburghfoodbank.org. So back to Shane's theory that the Penguins only stink when he sees them or that they stink only when they're in L.A., which is the only place that he sees them. 
uh, you're not going to get much out of me on that. Um, it's not about any kind of uh, arcane patterns. To me, that third period, which is really what we're talking about here, uh, Tristan Jari was really, really good through two periods to keep the Penguins in it. So it's not like they were great, even through the point where Radim Zahorna tied it early in the third period. But it just wasn't any good. And, you know, sometimes that just happens. And if it happens on a regular basis, if there's a trend that develops, to me, you get concerned. But the trend is so far to the other extreme. The team has done nothing but win for a month and change, and they've done nothing but work relentlessly hard with maybe one or two exceptions through the first 36 games that they've played. So what do you do after a game like this? Do you take it seriously? Do you dismiss it right away? Do you react as if, uh-oh, got to stop this right where it is? Or do you just say, heck with it, man. Just had a rotten night. Guys who had been playing really well didn't. Guys who had been playing so-so stunk. Only one player, one, wearing the visitor's uniform last night in Los Angeles was at his usual standard. That was Tristan Jari. Forget the six goals, man. If you missed this game, do not judge it by the box score that you find. He was really, really good. And throughout, throughout, even the third period. But the team didn't have it. And today, they're off. There's no practice. They're getting on a train, actually, to go up to San Jose. I've made that train ride. It's actually kind of cool. Have a chance to chill, sit back in the train seat, put some music on. Look out the window. It's not very scenic anymore in California. They've lost all their trees and everything else. So and you don't get to see much ocean from where the trains are. But whatever. Just go with it, okay? Forget that it happened. Go back out on the rink. SAP Center. Uh, if you're one of the veterans, look around at some of the memories that you have from 2016. Go find some Mexican food, or if you're not allowed out of the hotel by protocol or whatever, have the team order it for you. San Jose's got as much good quality Mexican eateries as any place you'll find above the border. And if there's any actual hockey that somebody would want to watch or revisit, you know what? Throw in that uh, ridiculous 6-5 to victory that the Penguins had over the Sharks at PPG Paints Arena about a month ago. Remember that, where the Penguins had the enormous lead, the Sharks almost came back and won? Do that. Do that. Get ready for the next challenge. This was not indicative of absolutely anything this team has done to date. When we come back, just one question.
Welcome back. It's time for Just One Question. That's brought to you always on this program by Fubo TV. The monthly cost of cable is over 200 bucks. Fubo TV is 65 bucks a month to watch all the same channels, including AT&T Sportsnet Pittsburgh. And right now, Fubo TV is offering our listeners of this show a seven-day free trial and 15% off your first month. Just go to FuboTV.com slash DK. FuboTV.com slash DK. And today's J1Q comes from Eric McClemens, who asks, Will Sid ever shoot again? What the blankety blank blank blank? Multiple question marks. Now, Eric, if we're going to get into anything that's tangible from that game last night, as you're alluding to, obviously, it's going to be Sid. Now, I don't make a habit of worrying about the generation's preeminent player, but anytime Sid goes four games in a row without a single point, something's a little weird. Anytime Sid goes through an entire hockey game with zero shots, something's a little weird. Now, add on to that that Sid was 3-12 on faceoffs. Like, that one I can't even wrap my head around. And I could even get into his advanced analytics in which, and from the team slash line level, he was on the rink for 13 attempts for the Penguins, 26 attempts for the Kings. So the possession aspect wasn't there either. Jake Gensel's Point streak ended. Um, Evan Rodriguez really wasn't. It looked just a bad, bad night. But if you want to focus just on Sid, I'll go along with that. Because there hasn't been too much to notice from him. Uh, even some of his passing seems to be off. Now, I don't want to speculate if something might be wrong or, you know, or if he's completely healthy or whatever in either direction. It just, you know, there's no way of knowing this isn't information that anybody gives out and it's not anything that's visible. I do know that the one coinciding factor with all this is Brian Rust not being around. Um, say what you want about how good Rodriguez has been, but the Sid and Jake and Rust line, as we saw just before this trip, can be explosive, can change and then dictate games. And Sid's not the kid anymore. And he's going to need his wingers, both of them, to produce exactly the way Jake and Rust had been producing. And he can be the main cog within that. And, of course, he's going to be more than capable of popping a few goals himself. But, I, you know, it's always so hard to criticize him, isn't it? Like, for you, too? Like, I just have a hard time doing it. Not because he's, like, like the nicest person in the history of humanity or anything like that just because he's achieved so much and that every single time you've ever doubted him and you know what I'm talking about here because you've been there as well he's thrown it back in your face a hundred times over politely of course but he's done it and then you go wow I can't believe I ever thought that like what was I thinking so it's it's a weird discussion to have it just is. I hear you, and you're completely right, and I just supported all of it with data. Extensive data. But I I still can't go there, you know? 
he's playing in San Jose tomorrow night. Maybe he'll just light it up there and we won't even remember that this happened. Or something's wrong. Who knows? But I don't know. They, they, need, they have two more games out there. San Jose and then Las Vegas, and then they could come home and maybe things will normalize a little bit across the board. It hasn't been a terrible overall trip to date. You know, a tough finish in Dallas to end a 10-game winning streak. And then an exemplary overall performance in Anaheim. And then this dog last night still two chances to beat two pretty good teams before they come home. And again, maybe some equilibrium will finally find this entire team. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Penguins, and we will have another one on Monday. Mm-hmm.